and welcome to a very witching episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. I'm Sean, sitting with me is Darius, Steve, and Pat. We got the band back together for this one. All right, for the record, did you just say witching? I did, yeah, that he happened. Did. Wow. <laughs> when did we form okay. a band? And this is why I haven't been here for a while. <laughs> Steve, tell us what happened last time. So the Tau... Oh, wait, shit. Uh, we're not talking about the World Trade Center anymore. No. Uh, no. Okay. Well, no, kind we, of. Yeah, we talked to uh, Marshall Casey Pfeiffer, and he is a structural engineer, and he informed us about how it's basically bullshit that the planes did not bring down the towers. It was pretty cool. Go check that out. There's part one and two. Um, it's awesome. But tonight is a very special night, not only for our guest and this podcast, but for everyone. Tonight is All Hallows' Eve. Shout out. Also known as... Devil's, Devil's Night. Night. <laughs> Night. Night. I love this time of year, and I think everyone else does too. Steve, I feel like this is the only time of the year you're actually happy. Is that right? Uh, yeah, pretty much October is the greatest month. Why? Have. Why do? Why well, are you so happy during this month? He, he loves pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, absolutely. I'm basic as fuck. Um, now fall starts. Football's in full swing. Hockey's back. My birthday's in October. You know, Halloween. Happy birthday, Steve. Hey, thanks. Um, you know, all the good stuff happens in October. Uh, um, well, it's not just us. According to an article in CNBC, haunted houses, which maybe netted a few million dollars a year in sales, it has, it has mushroomed into a $300 million industry. Today, there's about 25,000 haunted house, haunted house attractions worldwide, most in the United States. Uh, so there's a guy, his name is Patrick uh, Kanapowski. He says it's a season Hey, now. no last names. He says... <laughs> He yeah, says, we established that on episode 1.1a. Yeah. It's a season now, <laughs> claims Patrick Kanapowski. He's the president of a group founded in 2011. <laughs> oh, yeah. Studies from 2011, like I said. Listen, Study can we, show. Can we renew your internet for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was founded in 2011 called the Haunted Attraction Association, or Pat. The ha. Ha. <laughs> right. ha. Not to be confused with the group found in 2008 called the Haunted House Association, or the... <laughs> Wait, where's the his? Uh, association. Where's the from? <laughs> Listen, I have one. It's, it's a... Ha. 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 Okay. According to a woman named Dr. Margie Kerr, she's a sociologist and author of Scream, Chilling Adventures in the Science of Fear. Uh, one, our body is a refined, well-oiled machine getting ready to fight or flee. So if we're in the situation where we think we're safe, like a haunted house, a scary movie, or a roller coaster, think of it as, a, as hijacking that flight response and actually enjoying oh, wait, it. wait. We think we're safe in those situations? <laughs> yes, that's why it's okay, because we know they can't touch us, so it's okay. Um, Harvey Weinstein says otherwise. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, speaking of that, this is similar to a high arousal state. It's not sexual, okay? Well, it could be. But it's the same thing as like we're happy or laughing, excited or surprised. Those are chemical signatures. They, they look similar to when we're scared. It's just a whole different context. That's what it's all about. According to Business News Daily, human fascinations with the dark side has made Halloween the second largest commercial holiday behind... Star Wars. Christmas. Of course. What do you think of that, Pat? Why do people love Halloween so much? Because they get free candy? Boo. 
They get to be somebody else. Exactly. So it's not just children, but adults enjoy it, too. Yeah, they get to be, I mean, me, I work in a haunted house. Wait, so I could be Steve for Halloween? Shit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to be, but go for it. Oh, I'm in. You could be outside of your normal day-to-day. All right, well, tell us yeah. more about that, team man. What, you like Halloween, right? Yeah, I like Halloween. Why do you time. like dressing up? You know, you get to have a little fun with it, you know, be outside of your normal day character that you are. I right. don't know if you call yourself a character. He finally, right. he finally gets that to dress as been pretty a... as he feels. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can become anybody you want to be, right? For yeah, hell, right. And you can have fun with it. it can, that's the whole idea, right? Right. So according to Miguel de la Tour, he's a professor of social ethics at Iliff School of, Theolog- of Theology in Denver. Okay, he says, people enjoy flirting with the dark side. It provides a perverse pleasure to celebrate death and destruction. So basically, it helps us through the fact that we all know we're going to die. Well, one that's day. why Anakin turned to the dark side. Wait, hold on. So everyone likes flirting with Darius? The dark side? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met a person who doesn't. Yeah, who wouldn't love flirting with Darius? I mean, I've kind of been flirting with him all night, but... <laughs> you kind of kick him under the table like, hey. hey. He says there's a kind of ecstasy in transforming into another creature, dressing up as dead things, such as zombies or vampires. You can ask, uh, okay, why? Why do you want to dress up as dead things so much? I'm going to quote him again. He says, zombies overcome death... Vampires rule time, ghosts vanquish space, and vampires and other shapeshifters transcend a stable identity. So there we go. That's how you have it. That's it. Better question. How did Halloween even begin? Do you guys know how that Halloween is actually more Irish than St. Patrick's Day itself? Ain't that some shit? I actually never knew that. It's a true Wait, story. So did you go around house to house getting shots of whiskey? Or? <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> That's the Jameson. only way it's more Irish. No, we just yeah. kept going back to the same house. It was ours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. The origins of Halloween can be traced back to the Celts. Uh, the Celts lived about 2,000 years ago uh, in an area that is now Ireland. Uh, they would celebrate the new year on November 1st. As winter approached, the Celts asked their priests, known as Druids, to pray for them. And the most important night of prayers occurred late in their fall, the last day of the harvest and the first day of the dark of winter. On that night, the Celts believed that the boundary between the world of the living and the spirit world was unusually thin, so thin that the souls of the dead could roam freely back and forth. That night was enormously important to the Celts. They called it Samhain, Gaelic for November. That's Samhain. Uh, it marked the end of their year because this is the time at the end of the harvest season. It was also the beginning of winter. Uh, they called it the darker half of the year. Traditionally, it is celebrated from October 31st to November as the Celts' uh, day began and ended at sunset. But how did that turn in? to the American Halloween that makes kids fat and parents worry about drugged-up Milky Ways. Well, glad you asked. On Samhain night only, the Celts believed those who had died in the past year walked the earth once more. But not every visiting ghost was friendly, so the Celts devised ways to appease these spirits. It comes from this very archaic sense that the dead return. You have to placate them, you have to do something with them, or they might... They might return and stay. They might trouble you and, you know, haunt you in various ways. To appease these spirits, the Celts would parade out to the edge of their villages with offerings, trying to coax the evil forces away from their homes. They would leave food and sweets outside as gifts for the dead, a tradition that would eventually become 
trick-or-treating. Yeah, so they probably left like Nestle Crunch bars and stuff outside. <laughs> <laughs> so people thought that they wouldn't counter these ghosts if they left their homes. So to, to avoid being recognized by these ghosts, guess what they did? Here's some chemically processed chocolate. <laughs> they put on masks. They sure did. People would wear masks when they left their homes after dark so that no ghosts would make the mistake that they uh, were people. No, it's not me. I'm not that. That's not me. What's well, not you? No, the, go- the person that's yeah. like they're saying wearing the mask. No, oh, yeah, yeah. ghost, you're, no, just, you're just drunk. <laughs> yeah, go home, ghost. Please, that's, I'm not that person. Anybody know how the jack o' lantern came about? <laughs> Going based on the current theme, I would say the Irish <laughs> because, because it's, it's right? right? <laughs> O lantern. Yeah, right. So jack o' lantern actually comes from an, an old Irish tale. Here we go. Uh, of, the, of the man Jack o' lantern from a name a man <laughs> a name from a name. From a man named Stingy Jack. So the folklore goes like this. Stingy Jack was a drunk and a dick. Wait, a drunk Irishman. I don't buy it. <laughs> a drunk and <laughs> a dick. That's shit. Fake news. He played tricks on people. He was a nightmare. Nobody liked him. Uh, he was at a bar one night. The devil comes from his soul. Right? So he goes, all right, fine. You can take my soul, but I get one more drink. Devil's like, fine. You get one more drink. But his name was Stingy Jack and he didn't have any money. So he goes, okay, here's the deal. Devil, you turn yourself into a coin. Pay for the drink. You can t- you can- we'll get out of here. It's like, fine. Devil turns himself into a coin. He takes the coin, puts it in his pocket with a crucifix. Devil can't change back. I guess that's the rule. If you're the devil and you're a coin Shit. and you're in a pocket well, clearly. with a crucifix. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck, dude. So he makes him a deal. He says, look, okay, fine. I'll let you transform back onto the devil, but you can't touch me or take my soul for an entire year. He should have asked for more than one year. <laughs> well, he didn't need it. Because the devil agreed, and within that year, Stingy Jack dies. He tries to go to heaven, but because nobody liked him, he didn't, heaven didn't want him. He tried to go to hell, but the devil said not for an entire year. So he was forced to roam purgatory for the rest of his life with nothing but a piece of coal to light his way. Oh. But you can't hold the coal, so he put it inside of a melon oh. and walked around. He became Jack of the Lantern, which became Jack Oh, it's Lantern. Lantern. Uh, yeah, you guys just learned that. something. How about that? Huh. Well, he should have just challenged him to a fiddle contest. <laughs> <laughs> but what if Jack was like a really shitty fiddle player? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. No, it's fine. I mean, if you lose, the devil gets your soul, but whatever. But today we're talking about witches. The most popular icons of this season, which is the witch. Uh, or a sexy witch, if you're a millennial and you're Googling your next Halloween costume. I hate that shit. Right. So, uh, what is a witch? Yeah, I hate sexy women, too. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, if you could just use your imagination off the top of your head, how would you describe a witch? I mean, for me, the classic witch is the Looney Tunes witch, right? It's black dress, black pointy hat, green skin. Green. Green. Why? It's green skin. What does the green skin have to Why is it always green skin? Big ass wart. I think it's just too much Jameson. Got that big ass wart. <laughs> so the word witch derives from the old English words wicca and wiki. Those are masculine and uh, feminine forms. This later became wish, W-I-C-C-H-E in Middle English. Uh, which meant the same thing as the other two, but it didn't distinguish between the genders. However, over time, using W-I-C-C-H-E, which uh, referred to men and became less and less common, uh, being replaced by synonyms such as wizard, warlock, and sorcerer. So let's move on to Wicca. According to Britannica.com, Wicca is a predominantly Western movement. Wait, you didn't go to Wikipedia? Oh, God damn it. Uh, here we go. Oh, come on. Someone had to say it. Is it W-I-C-A or W-I-K-K-A? W-I-C-C-A. Wicca is a predominantly Western movement whose followers practice witchcraft and nature worship. 
Uh, they see it as a religion based upon pre-Christian traditions of, of northern and western Europe. It spread through England in the 1950s and subsequently attracted followers in Europe and, of course, uh, the United States. Although there were precursors of the movement, uh, the, origin, the origins of modern Wicca can be traced to one witch. Anybody know this guy's name? Steve Jobs. Yeah, I said guy, because it is a man. It can be traced to a man. His name is Gerald Gardner. And if Gerald, you Bothlo- Gerald Bothlowski? And if you Google Gerald Gardner, it will haunt your dreams. This guy is, is seriously, he looks like a crazy. He lived from uh, 1884 to 1964. Is this, wait, is this skin green? <laughs> You'd think so. Surely one reason for the secrecy today is because Coven's an excuse for sexual orgies. Oh, that's nonsense. You see, they've got a very good relation of their own, and they work uh, a little magic if they want to. But of course, most of it is just they have a little dinner and a dance. Well, what do you dress in when you dance? <laughs> the traditional witch's costume. Which is what? <laughs> the skin. In the nude. In the nude, yes, exactly. Dr. Davis, why are you against... <laughs> oh, that sounds very sexual. <laughs> the nude, of course. Pip-pip uh, cheerio. He spent most of his career in Asia... Um, there he became familiar with the occult and beliefs of magical powers. Uh, WW2 breaks out. He comes back to England and founded a new movement based on magic. Gardner published a book. Was it Magic the Gathering? (laughs) He published a book, uh, Witchcraft Today, in 1954. He started his first coven uh, with followers. One of his members was a woman named Doreen... uh, What is that? Doreen Valencia? What is that? Valiente. What is it? Valiente. 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 And she developed modern witchcraft into what we would know today as Wicca. That's how that all started. Oh, good old Dottie. Dottie. We know her, <laughs> how I do. You call her Dottie. Right. So I'm a loner. Spread uh, pretty quick to the United States, 1960s, when an emphasis on nature, unconventional lifestyles, and search for spirituality. That was different from uh, traditional religions. Despite variation within the Wiccan community, most believers share a general set of beliefs. And practices, they believe in a goddess, uh, respect nature, uh, hold both polytheistic and pantheistic views. Most Wiccans accept the so-called Wiccan read, R-E-D-E, is an ethical code that states, if harm none, if it harm none, do what you will. So if it doesn't mess with anybody, just do it. Nobody cares. How about it? Have fun. Right. I kind of like that. That's not a bad thing, right? By the 1980s, there was an estimated... 50,000 Wiccans in Western Europe and North America. Okay, so how did, how did I get this far without talking about paganism, right? Everyone, you hear witchcraft. And, you know, I was just thinking it's that. Almost, it's almost synonymous with paganism. Well, there is a difference between paganism, Wicca, and witchcraft. Uh, this next clip is Lady Hannah, author of Black Witch Coven, to explain. What is the difference between a pagan, a Wiccan, and a witch? So a pagan or paganism is an umbrella term to cover many religions or styles of practice that come under um, a belief, a spiritual belief system. So paganism is a belief in the spiritual elements of the of natural elements of nature or, or, or a spiritual belief system, right, centering around uh, nature. Weakens believe in the god and the goddesses. And a witch, she could believe in god and goddesses. She, um, or she might not 
at all, as I don't. I don't pray to the gods and goddesses. I don't have, um, I don't call in that element. But uh, Wiccans do, and they have, a re- some Wiccans practice it um, as a religion. Other Wiccans have their own little rituals. <laughs> All right, so that's the breakdown in, in the differences. So um, to wrap up here in this segment, uh, some common misconceptions about witchcraft. Uh all witches are women. Turns out that's not true. That's not true. A, no, it's a it's unisex term. Right. So the witch is a unisex term, right? Right. It's, it's not like Harry Potter where it's witches, witches and, wizards. and wizards. They're all witches. They got like a report the, the, to the main witch we just found out was a male. I've got ninety nine problems, but a witch ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, someone had to do it tonight. Pat, go for it. Uh, another common misconception, and I think a lot of people have this one, is that during the Salem witch trials, which I think a lot of people know about, witches were burned at the stake. Turns out. That's Did not you say true. steak? <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, a Deuce Bigelow. It <laughs> uh, turns out they were hanged. They were uh, hanged, right? That's burning right. wasn't even actually allowable by English law in 1692. Oh, okay. Which is when that happened. Okay. Fucking English. Uh, learning a lot. Learning yeah. a lot today. Yeah, though according to documents buried later to be dug up in Salem, there was a man by the name of Giles Corey who refused to plead guilty or not guilty and was pressed to death under large stones. And if I remember Jesus, correctly... Can you think of that? Yeah, if I remember correctly, they just kept putting a stone That's on. And so like, fucked. What do you plead? And he was like, not saying nothing. And they put another stone on. God, Until on. he died. Yeah. yeah like, just shoot him in the head? Like, that's the ultimate, like, yo, I am uh, that not... That was not permissible under English law <laughs> in 1692. <laughs> I am not guilty. Put another fucking stone on me. Let's go. I will say not guilty till I'm dead. Like, oh, it's he like, died. It's like, do you even lift stones, bro? Yeah, do you even stone? <laughs> uh, another common misconception is that all witches are evildoers and are out to cast devious spells. That's horrible. That's not true. I mean, so, though... Black magic was often thought to be related to witchcraft. Some spells, such as love spells, really aren't meant to cause trouble. They're meant to cause joy. But, Steve, you told me before this podcast that you are not into black magic. It scares the shit out of you. What's that about? Yeah, it's just weird. Like it's. Are I, you into white magic? Yeah. Because if no. so, that's fucking racist. I'm not. Yeah, I'm we, not into any uh, kind of magic. Well, I'm sitting next the to only you. magic that I like is that our friend Lee Terbosic does. Uh, that magic's call. cool as shit. Uh, just, just one type of magic, which is completely fake. And Yeah. But no, it's just, I don't, like, I'm not scared by ghosts. I'm not scared by the paranormal. It's just the voodoo and black magic just mm-hmm. kind of just weird. So, so, like, if I said I could put, a, like, a spell on you, you'd I'd be leave. freaked out. I'd probably leave. It's weird. Steve. What if I already put a spell on you and you don't even know? That's Ooh. fucked up. I thought we were friends. It was, what if it was a friendship spell? <laughs> Ooh, damn. And you, see? And that's why we're friends. You might not even like him. I don't. You're just under a spell. This no one all... likes me. I'm really this good is... at friendship spells. <laughs> this is like podcast inception. Substantial evidence of witchcraft had to be present in order to convict someone of witchcraft. What sub, what substantial evidence was there? What was substan- What could be substantial evidence so, about which? So most of it was spectral evidence. So like uh, dreams, so, it's dreams, yeah. right? So it appeared to them in a dream while their physical body was in another location. So they, were, you know, <laughs> so that they're clearly a witch. No, so I mean, I, I love this one. You know what a witch mark is? No, what's what's a witch mark? <laughs> so. It's like mark. My, my, I can tell you my mom has one. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're lucky she didn't pass it on to you. Because uh, uh. that's a mark that on their skin that allegedly proved they had made a pact with the devil. So it could be like a birthmark. A birthmark or, would be a witch mark. Yeah, or a mole. Okay. Or, I mean, anyone who's seen me, I have those marks all over me. 
Steve, you got the matches? I feel like we should maybe let him get a burn. witch. Try to get a witch mark. Uh, hold we, on, hold you on. You do have before, a fire pit in your backyard. Hold on. So. Before you start, it's not legal. It's not 1692. Oh, got it. So uh, you can't con- burn people? But contemporary research suggests that these marks were possibly small, ordinary lesions or supernumerary nipples. Nipples! 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 I just peaked so you bad. You peaked so loud. <laughs> Uh, Steve, can we see your nipples? Let's make sure you're not a witch. Oh, I see a I supernumerary one. I have two. Is there a supernumerary? Wait, there's like two right here, too. There's like four. I got like six. Oh, my God. That's a witch mark. There's a witch mark. Hold on. Oh, let me get my lighter. Shit. Hold on. What is supernumerary? Is he going to cast a spell on us? Um, it's better than numerary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> supernumerary. So it's just regular numerary, not like supernumerary. You're safe. Okay. Yeah. So, Sweet. uh... Another common misconception is that there's no literature of people interacting with witches. Oh, there definitely is. You sure? Yeah. Like what? Uh, there was a couple books. I, don't, I can't remember. But, uh, who were they? So in the 15th century, Malus Maleficum, a legal and theological document that became the handbook on how to deal oh, with right, witches right. and witchcraft and created the hysteria caused by witch hunting in Europe that would last well into the 18th century. I remember this guy, yeah. There's, I mean, that uh, just sounds like a magic book, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's like, witch hunts to this day. Most certainly. Tr- Donald Trump. Wait, yeah, what? it's the biggest <laughs> witch hunt wow. ever. <laughs> no, uh, Secret Service, we, you don't need to no, investigate us. Biggest yeah. witch hunt of all time. We don't do politics here. Go ahead. Um, another misconception is that there were no rules to stop witches. Anyone know of a rule to stop a witch? Uh, there's some in Britain. Someone didn't yeah. like them. Turn Burn them. Turns out in England, because yeah. that's where all evil comes from, <laughs> uh, they had a witchcraft act of 1735 that's technically still official and on the books until 1951. Right. Right. Damn. <laughs> what? That's recent. Right. They were like, well, you know, if, uh, if the U.S. is going to let black people vote, we should probably <laughs> not kill witches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, another huge misconception: All witches worship the devil. Not what do you true. guys think? I don't think that's true. No, they don't. Yeah, no, no, because that's what that—that's why people are so scared of them because they all think they're devil worshippers. Right. Yeah, they I mean, all think that, but I mean, yeah, it's that's, just that's misunderstood. Yeah, that's the idea we have, but it turns out most witches, especially the modern day witches, are about cleansing the body and soul and self-help. Self-help. I love all about that. Self-help. I love that. Yeah. There's a whole like, aren't there like self help videos like that yeah. kind of shit? Uh, there's self help everything out yeah. there, uh, but everyone needs it. Everyone is is. Uh, that's why we had the, uh, um, Marjorie on. Yeah, she was all about self help. Oh yeah, we had yeah. the hypnotist on. Yep, he has all these self help videos. It's 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 all about that. Yeah, that's nothing just, really you know, negative. energy. It's yeah. helping everything else. So, Posi- positive vibes. So here's a big one, right? That's what we're pushing here. Positive vibes at the weekend superheroes. To our listeners, this is the one you've been thinking about the entire episode so far. Witches get stitches. Does anyone know where the black cat myth stuff started? Black cats are just cool. They just look cool. Like, look at Tipsy over there. And it's not from the Janet Jackson song, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Tipsy's over there just licking herself. I don't know. So, in the Middle Ages, it was a commonly held belief that witches could disguise themselves as black cats, and these dark felines became associated with witchcraft. In fact, many witches in Europe were burned at the stake alongside their cat. 
They killed a cat, too. Cat? Like, what, what the fuck, the man? The cat dude They're just like, oh, I own a cat. You're a witch. What the hell? Whoa, no, 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 no. 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 Just, I just own Hold a cat. Up. And that's how Chinese food was invented. What? God, oh. Really. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. And not okay. Not, not okay. Not, not, that's, that's two racist comments yeah, in like, the same not, second here, Pat. I appreciate it. That's not well, racist. That's true. <laughs> it's been a while since Pat's been here. So, so many Wiccans uh, are in the world now. Uh, you know what, Steve? I think it's time for a little study show. Studies show. And this is an article from the New York Times. The 2000, oh, back to 2001. The 2001 American Religious Identification Survey by the City University of New York found that Wicca was the country's fastest growing religion with 134,000 adherents compared with 8,000 in 1990. That's like the NASCAR wow. of religions, because NASCAR is the fastest growing sport. It's getting up there. Yeah. I can tell you that the Wiccan religion, as well as the number of men and women that practice witchcraft, are growing. And after scouring the internet for the best of the best, I finally came upon someone who was awesome enough to come on the show and tell us more. On Skype with us now is, an, is a herbalist, a clairvoyant, a telepath, and of course, a witch. She studies numerology, astrology, and the spirit world. She's a pagan, solitary witch and a priestess of her own family coven. Please give a big superhero's welcome for Miss Akasha Wolf. Shout out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Akasha. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming to the show on Devil's Night and on such short notice. Uh, witches yeah. are in high demand this time of year, I can tell you that. Yeah. Uh, so let's get started. We're going to get all the amateur hour questions out of the way. Uh, number one, are you green with a wart on your nose? No. No. <laughs> I'm actually very pale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think on the side, you get a little bit of a witch nose. I have like a little bit of a curve. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, do you make potions out of a big cauldron? I do not make potions out of a cauldron. I will sometimes burn herbs in a cauldron, but not make my potions out of there. Fair enough. Can you turn into a black cat? No, that would be really awesome. Damn. <laughs> I was going to say, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Are you a witch, a Wiccan, or both? I'm a witch. I don't label myself as a Wiccan because my practices are, like, I include many different practices into my own. So I just call myself a witch. I don't label myself as a Wiccan, though. Fair enough. Uh, do you worship the devil? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, so I've been watching your videos, and you've been creating witchcraft videos for over six years. Is that right? Yeah, I've actually grown up in witchcraft. Oh, wow. Okay, so well, let me ask you, what was it like growing up uh, the way you did back when you were just a little witchlet? Honestly, I feel like the way that I grew up in witchcraft was a lot easier than it was for most people who, like, just worked their way into the practice because I was surrounded by people with knowledge and my family members would teach me you know, witchcraft, different spells, especially for protection, because a lot of us can actually see spirits. It like runs in our family, but mainly the women are the only ones who pay attention to it. It seems like all the men in our family are very fearful of it and even fearful of the ability. So I guess you could say like growing up in magic was awesome. So did you grow up in like a, a church or a temple of some kind, or was it all just your family? It was all just family. If there's no church or temple that I know of, like out here in Vegas, that like we really have access to, there are stores out here that you know sell products and they try to have classes and stuff like that. But I do sometimes attend um, 
I used to call it temple, but now we've kind of been moved over to her house. But for Buddhism, on the weekends, we'll go for meditation. Uh, so that's kind of like a temple, I guess. Okay. Um, could you real quick just explain the pentagram and what it actually represents? The pentagram represents earth, air, fire, water, and spirit. It's a symbol for protection. It doesn't represent the devil. We usually, um, a lot of people like to use it for negative intent by, you know, inverting it, just as you would the cross. Okay, so in, in regards to the pentagram, there's a chant. It says, uh, before me stands Raphael, behind me stands Gabriel. At my left stands Michael, at, at my right hand stands Ariel. Uh, before me flames the pentagram. Pentagram, excuse me. Behind me shines a six-rayed star. You're familiar with that, right? Yes. How does that work when it's Raphael, Gabriel, Michael, and Ariel? Those are four. Before me flames a pentagram, which is five, and behind me is a six-rayed star. I can't even do that kind of math. <laughs> well, um, with that, that's the banishing ritual of the pentagram, and it's for protection. You can use it to seal your space, seal your home from negative energy, and uh, the six, uh, the six-pointed star, or you know. That symbol is a symbol of higher energy. And it's even something that's used when trying to make communication with fairies or other energies such as that. Uh, there even goes up to about like seven. But I don't really work with that symbol that much as I do the pentagram. So I just, you know, being an outsider, I imagine there's a lot of negativity that, <clears throat> that comes with being a witch. So yes. how, how do you go about dealing with all the, the pagan and witch haters? So I've been lucky enough to encounter a lot of really good people in my life. Uh, a lot of my friends, they actually come to me for advice, like on witchcraft or even readings and stuff. I haven't encountered that much except for when I was in school. In school, I ran into issues. People would call me a devil worshiper or, you know, they'd be whispering about me in the corner and they wouldn't like the books that I would come to school with and be reading. And they automatically assumed that that was devil worship. So I think the, the worst I've had was being in school. But on the outside, like not being in school and stuff, I was able to pick my friends and who I encountered with. Yeah, you know, we all fear what we don't understand. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there, there are so many items that you need to actually cast a spell, like candles, incense, oils, crystals. Where do you get these? Is there like a local witch mart or a witch hut uh, people so should much. be headed to? How do you do that? All right, so you don't need all of these things in order to cast. Like, you have all the power you need. But when it comes to finding candles and stuff... I am the type of witch that likes to, you know, save my money as much as I can. So I'll even drop into the 99 cent store and pick up some candles. Hell yeah. Why not? <laughs> save yeah, some money on like, that stuff. Heck yeah. Because if you go to a metaphysical shop, they up the price on candles like ridiculously. Like it's insane. It's like because you're getting it at a magic shop, you're paying for the magic name. <laughs> so that's what bothers me about magic shops. Um, so you mean it's not but, magic wax in those candles? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Like I, I don't know the people who make you know the candles personally. Like maybe they do make it a point to like uh, sit there and do ritual and focus energy on it. I don't know, but I just can't go by like oh it's at a store. It's magical. 
boom, right. pay and, an extra $5. And if you don't really need it. Yeah, course. right. Of course, of course. <laughs> exactly. And you're going to be putting your own energy in it anyway. And usually when you get new items, you need to clear it of the energy it had before anyway. So it's better off just, you know, getting candles wherever you can, like Walmart, 99 cent store, online even, in bulk. You know, it's way cheaper. Huh, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. So... How's the dating scene for a witch? Like, are you allowed to date outside your coven? Like, is there a male Absolutely. counterpart to a witch? Like, is that a wizard? That's no, a watch. Uh, a watch. Don't. Don't. It. Don't. A witch, a watch. Is, a witch is both male and female. You can use the term for both. Okay. So Got it. it doesn't have to be something different. But, uh, like, dating, dating scene-wise, you can date whoever you want. My boyfriend is an atheist, so. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so you're not on witchesonly.com? Yeah, is there like, because no. I know there's websites like Farmers Only and that kind of stuff. Is there legitimately like a website for that kind of thing? I honestly don't know. I've never tried to look. Uh, I think if you were to like to find people, it would probably be like on the Amino apps. So on your YouTube channel, you teach your followers how to cast spells. Can you tell us about a time you casted a spell and how it worked? Okay. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we struck a here chord we here. we go. <laughs> There's, uh, I have like a couple of different things that have happened with spells. Um, I think the very first one that I attempted was actually a love spell when I was younger. Like you're young, you think that wow. you know love spells gonna fix everything. I've seen movies yeah. about that kind of thing, and it ends up bad every time. <sighs> yeah, like I ended up uh, getting what I wanted, but then I met somebody else. And oh, no. Yeah. Witch so trauma. Jeez. <laughs> but then it, at the end of it, like, I literally lost out on the person I wanted and then lost out on the person I did the spell with. Oh. So, so, like, Akasha, when, you met, when you met the other person, could you, like, cancel out the spell or is it, like, it's too late, like, it's that's it? <laughs> yeah. Well, at the time, I have never attempted reversing spells. I still haven't done any spell reversals for the simple fact that usually most of the spells I do now, uh, they work out to where they're supposed to. I try not to do love spells anymore because that's very tricky stuff. Yeah. Like things end up coming back on you like crazy. And there's a lot of witches out there who don't believe in that, but through my experience, it's kicked me in the butt a couple of times. So Makes I, sense. Yeah. yeah. But there are spells out there to try to reverse spells. I just haven't attempted any because I've been lucky enough that the spells I do now, I mean them, and they go through. Oh, you should try one tonight. Maybe we'll get them both back. Same night. One hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> so, speaking of spells, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk out there about, you know, white magic versus black magic. And, Sorry, you know, uh, right. you know <laughs> What's the darkest spell you've ever cast, and what was the result? There we go. We want the dirt. Seriously, I think if I was going to call anything dark, it would have had to have been the love spell because, you know, I'm messing with someone else's will. And that's, yeah. that's horrible. But yeah, that's, there was yeah. also another one where there was somebody who was causing trouble in my family. And we were trying to bind them because they were actually sending, like, negative things towards us. So finding someone is really hardcore, and we were trying to keep them from, you know, sending their negative energy towards us or their entities towards us. So we were. I get that. Fighting. Yeah, but you're you not really trying to hurt. Yeah, them. you're just trying to protect yeah. yourself. Right. And this your is family. a love spell. I think this is that's, that can't be that bad. And and truthfully, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I'd say go for it every time. 
Uh, well, let me ask you something. If you have a family moving forward with your atheist boyfriend, do you think that you'll pass uh, your beliefs on to your children? Um, for me, I want them to find their way for the most part, but I will try to, you know, put a little bit of my beliefs in their direction, you know, try to create a path for them, but I really do want them to find their own way. Uh, I don't want to force them into anything. That's cool. Are you, so you won't put a spell on them. Is I want them <laughs> the main thing is I want them to, you know, love. You know, yeah. love people and be good to yourself, be good to other people. That's my main thing that I want them to know. That I'm should not be, try to that should yeah, that's actually everyone's thing. goal. That should be the credo yeah. of I, I, the world. Actually, can you create a spell that would do that? That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, just everybody <laughs> do that. Everyone just love everyone. It'd be great. Um, are you happy as a witch? Me? Yeah. Absolutely. You are? I'm absolutely happy. Like, I never, ever regret my practice whatsoever. Like, every time I think about how much my practice has impacted my life in such a positive way, it, like, it kind of gets me all sensitive and makes me, like, get teary-eyed and stuff. Aww. It's just allergies. <laughs> There's a little dust in the room. Go back inside. It looks horrible out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, my last question, unless you guys have anything, what advice do you have for someone who wants to get into witchcraft that might be too scared for fear of its reputation of just being evil? Uh, so my advice would be get educated on witchcraft in general. Like, find different mentors. Like, you know, you can even watch my videos and stuff, but look into, like, a lot of different books, look into a lot of different things, but know that witchcraft isn't evil and that... If you come, if you're doing spells from negative intent, of course, then negative things are going to come your way and bad things are going to come your way. But if you do this out of purity and nothing negative, then you don't have to worry about it. If anything, it's going to empower you and grow you as a person. It's awesome. I love what you well, I'm sold. I don't know about you yeah, guys. Like, that was I'm fantastic. In. Yeah. We're, we're going to definitely do a spell when we get off with you. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, look. At the end of every episode, we play a game called Factor Fucked at the end. Are you in? Okay. Pat, the witching hour, or the devil's hour, is referred to in literature as 4 a.m. because folklore suggests that spells are more likely to come to fruition at this time. Fucked. Fucked. Akasha. Uh... That bad word you use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like word. it. I don't cuss. I don't cuss. F <laughs> but it's F U C T. F U C T. It's cute. Like, like duct tape. F U. F -U <laughs> I, don't, I don't cuss, but I F U. It is fucked. Nice job. Isn't it 2.33 or something like that? It's 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock? Yeah. Uh, okay, Steve. In daylight saving time. Mm. Oh, okay. The origin of the witch's broom came about from rumors that witches would lace wooden staffs with halogens or quote-unquote flying ointments and ride them nude to ingest drugs via their nether regions. Fact or fucked? I'm going to say fucked. Fucked. Akasha. Fact. That is a fact. Damn. <laughs> I actually think I've seen that website. <laughs> Holy shit. That's his, that's his homepage. Yeah, don't look at my internet history. <laughs> Darius. Saudi Arabia's religious department has an anti-witchcraft unit that it dispatches to catch those accused of witchcraft and break their spells. Fact or fucked? I'm going to get fucked. Akasha. Mm, I'm just going to go with fact. I don't know if that's a fact or not. Oh, it's a fact. Well done. All right. Nice All right. I'm, I'm, All on, right. I'm on my normal street. Me and Darius, uh, <laughs> 0 for 1 here. Pat, animal shelters often forbid adopt, excuse me, often forbid to adopt out all black or all white cats close to the October holiday for fear that people will torture or abuse them. That's a fact. 
Fact. That is a fact. How sick is that? Damn, Pat. 2-0. Two no. two two, we'll, I'm two for two. Two more will let you go. For Steve, the record. Hey. The term meaning to kill or offer as a sacrifice, especially by burning, is called emulation. Ah, uh, man. I know this I one. I want to say fucked. Akasha? What he said. It's, it's fact. fact. Damn. Fact. Oh, I knew I it. I got all of them except that one so far. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> well, here's your chance because he's horrible. Derek. Uh, yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch was actually supposed to be Sam the Teenage Wizard. The star actor Sean O'Neill, who played Clarissa's friend Sam Anders Ooh. on the 90s show Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, wow. The guy oh, with the ladder. This is a tough one. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Well, how are her, how are her parents okay I'm going to go with, uh, yeah. fucked. Akasha? Uh, I'll go with fact. That's fucked. I made that up. Oh, <laughs> Darius going right. <laughs> I can't. It sounded very convincing, though. Yeah, but like, big. It sounded like some good stuff. Yeah, how were they cool with that? He just threw a ladder up every time. Like, yeah, hey, I'm perfect. coming in your daughter's window. Yeah, come right. on. No big deal. Hell. <laughs> big thank you to Akasha Wolf for coming on the show and enlightening hey, us. Thanks. What it's like to be a modern day witch. Find her channel on YouTube, Akasha Wolf, for more spells and more tips and tricks on how to become a witch. Where else can people find you? Oh, you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and I will also be doing uh, readings here soon to be available for everybody. Oh, shit. Very awesome. cool. You want to find out more about us, you can find us at WeekendSuperheroes.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spreaker, Stitcher, a tune in, pretty much every media outlet. What's our Twitter? You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at WKND Superheroes. Akasha, would you like to say goodbye to all your pe people that love you? Goodbye, everybody. Pat, say goodbye. Goodbye, witches and wizards. <laughs> Steve. Later. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye, ladies. And always remember to podcast responsibly.